This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, we go over some of the results from elections that feds were watching. The Postal Service is doing all it can to follow a judge's order on counting ballots. With another wave of COVID-19 cases, House Democrats want to know how the White House plans to keep federal employees safe. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Some election results that will matter in the federal oversight field. Virginia Senator Mark Warner retained his seat. Outside the Beltway, Senator Joni Ernst won in Iowa, and Suzanne Collins of Maine currently has the lead in that state. In the House, many of Virginia's more prominent members held onto their seats, including Jerry Connolly, Jennifer Wexton, and Don Beyer. Same goes for Maryland reps, which included Steny Hoyer and Jamie Raskin. Overall, Democrats will be retaining their House majority. The Postal Service swept 220 mail processing facilities for any remaining undelivered ballots. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. USPS checked mail processing facilities in more than a dozen of its districts, many in battleground states, following a federal judge's court order. The order stems in part from USPS data showing about 300,000 ballots scanned into its mail processing plants didn't receive an exit scan indicating they went out for delivery. Attorneys for USPS said ballots in some cases were delivered directly to election boards under extraordinary measures and didn't receive an exit scan as they would under normal procedures. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee want to know how the Office of Personnel Management is keeping federal employees safe during another COVID-19 wave. They say they're especially concerned top leaders at the Department of Health and Human Services and the Treasury and Labor Departments are ignoring guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Lawmakers say these agencies are rushing to reopen offices and resume in-person work to appease the president. They want to know whether OPM will issue new or updated guidance in light of a recent surge of new COVID-19 cases. Agencies have 30 days to come up with a plan to meet new requirements under the National Environmental Policy Act. In a new memo, the Office of Management and Budget lays out deadlines to implement the final rule issued by the Council on Environmental Quality back in July. The new regulations require agencies to reduce the time and effort to complete environmental reviews for federally sponsored projects. OMB wants updates on agency progress to implement the new regulations in March and then again in August. The Federal Labor Relations Authority issued a blow to the union representing immigration judges. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Immigration judges at the Justice Department will lose their collective bargaining rights thanks to a new decision from the FLRA. The authority says immigration judges are management officials and therefore shouldn't be part of a bargaining unit. The Justice Department had asked the FLRA to review a decision it made 20 years ago on the bargaining status of its immigration judges. The authority's new decision clears the way for justice to decertify the National Association of Immigration Judges. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department is in talks with the Defense Department to develop a joint data and analytics strategy. VA's Chief Data Officer Kashmendra Paul said the strategy will build off VA's recent customer experience work and journey mapping of how veterans interact with the services that VA offers. We're looking to push those back into the service member's journey, an obvious idea, but one that's pretty profound and leads to a lot of implications for interoperability, data sharing, joint analytics, joint policy development, and things like that. 
The Navy still has a lot of work to do to dig out of the readiness problems caused by delayed maintenance. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more on that. Since 2014, the Navy's surface ships, aircraft carriers, and submarines have been subject to a collective 39,000 days of delayed maintenance, according to the Government Accountability Office. A new GAO audit says the Navy has made some progress in understanding why individual ships aren't getting fixed on time, but it still hasn't conducted a comprehensive analysis to identify systemic causes. Auditors say the Navy may have overly optimistic assumptions about what it will take to keep ships operating over the long run when they're first built. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. GSA begins the next part of the schedule's modernization program. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Contractors have the chance to weigh in on what the future catalog or online listing of products and services should look like under the multiple award schedules program run by the General Services Administration. In a new request for information, GSA seeks feedback from contract holders on the current and future state of the catalog management infrastructure. GSA says the input will help inform its requirements for a new web-based user interface for catalog management. The catalog includes information such as terms and conditions, price lists, and labor categories. Responses to the RFI are due November 13th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And TSP funds mostly performed better in October, but only the S fund makes it into the black. The I fund is the only one that turned in a worse performance, falling deeper into the red. Every other fund improved from September, but still posted negative returns. The G fund held steady, even if returns were minimal. Its current year-to-date return is only 0.82%. If it continues to perform the same, it won't clear a 1% annual return in 2020. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.